Welcome to episode 151 of In Touch with iOS, a podcast that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies. I'm your host, Dave Ginsburg, and my co-host, Mr. Warren Sklar, is celebrating his birthday a little early out in beautiful Las Vegas. Uh, I hope you are having a fun time. We miss you, but... Who who better to fill in for uh, Warren this week is Mr. Guy Sorrell from the MyMac.com podcast. How you doing, Guy? I'm doing just fine, Dave. Thanks for inviting me. I appreciate it. Yep, absolutely. We always like having you on the show. And uh, plenty of stuff to talk about today, I could tell you that. there's uh, Apple's been uh, been uh, pretty busy here. So Well, not just Apple. And, and everybody, for that matter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, so we got uh, some news stories to be uh, talking about here. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the, the Apple Music uh, lossless support that was announced. And as well as uh, uh, iPad Pros are shipping and all that other fun stuff. So let's, let's just go ahead and dive right into the news this week. Um, so uh, first story here is in Engadget. Um, it's already possible to hack an AirTag. Oh, what a surprise. Yeah, what would you hack it to do, though? The, the security risks are small, but there are a lot of potential for enthusiasts. Um, and I can hear you, by the way, lost uh, the loop back. Um, you know, you knew it was just a matter of time when someone was going to hack the Apple AirTags, but uh, it might uh, have happened sooner than you expected. 9to5Mac reported that uh, a security researcher has already cracked the microcontroller for the Apple item tracker, dumping its firmware and discovering that you can reflash it for your own purposes. Um, and uh, it, was, it was demonstrated uh, the possibilities by uh, modifying the NFC web address, the one that appears when you tap an AirTag to his personal site, as you might guess, that raises the potential for hacked AirTags that'll send users malware and, and phishing sites. So I'm not surprised that this is happening, um, that someone was going to be out there to try to figure out something here. And uh, uh, yeah, well, what do you think of this guy? Well, I I don't understand the risk here. Uh, if if you go to find your AirTag and it sends you someplace other than Find My, wouldn't you just go, huh, that thing must be hacked and go someplace else? Or would you start clicking on links and in a in a dubious in a, a, a dubious website that uh, yeah. that your that your AirTag has sent you to? Because that's it, is absolutely not the uh, the behavior that you expect from an AirTag. You wouldn't normally, no. Yeah. Uh, um, but it uh, was uh, very very surprising uh, that it was this quick that, that uh, someone was able to hack it. Well, I, I don't know if it's even really a surprise. I think um, there's there's not too much that, that isn't hackable these days. Am I still bleeding over? A little bit. What is, what is the problem here? Well, we keep going. Okay. I'm going to open up loop back and I'll take a look at that while we while we speak. So uh it, yeah it it doesn't really make it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me why why that would be why that would I, be a, a thing. It's uh you know it's it's for something for somebody to do. You know, I guess they're bored. You know, well just, I, uh, I I guess but what what good is it gonna do you? Yeah. You could you could turn it into your own your own way of sending stuff to your own URL. Yeah. That would be so. about it. Yeah. Uh, speaking on another uh, story about AirTags, uh, AirTags work as an NFC trigger for Apple shortcuts. Uh, Air, the, app, the AirTags built-in NFC coil can be used by the Apple Shortcuts app to tr- tr- trigger automations that has been found. Uh, the functionality noticed by iCulture allowed uh, users to tr- trigger shortcuts by simply tapping the top of their airphone with the white plastic side of the AirTag. As shortcuts completely user-configurable, configurable, um, you can uh, uh, 
be used to initiate almost an infinite number of actions. The fact that the AirTag can be used to trigger automations open up some new possibilities for automating home kit scenes, app behavior, and more. See, this so, confirms me more than, than the previous yeah. story. If yeah. if you could if you could take an AirTag and because it's essentially you're, you're you're still hacking it, you know, by you know, whether and whether it's going to a nefarious website or, or whether it's a if this then that kind of automator action, then what's to keep it from saying, okay, well we've hacked it so that you think you're opening up your garage door, but it, it's really going to make it so that we know what the code is for your front door or you know some other some other nefarious action that that uh, that you don't want to have happen. Yeah, no, yeah, that that that's that's the thing too. Yeah, because you know shortcuts are wide open. You could pretty much do anything. <laughs> so it might might be a little bit bit concerning, but uh, <laughs> you know people are going to be more creative with their tags as we as we go here. I'm not surprised. But it's making um, me more and more happier that uh, that I don't have any air tags just yet because well, I'm I'm sure that that the uh, that the the firmware I, I don't I even know how. Them. Well, how do you how do you update how do you update the firmware in them, or can you? Not not that I'm aware of that you can. So that's what I'm saying. I I, I just find it uh, hard to believe um, that Already? you can do much with it. Yeah, because Apple has not does not disclosed any way of getting into the AirTag to be able to uh, uh, tap into it. So, well, um, there's got to be there's got to be some way because there's either going to oh, be added functionality or there's going to be. Oh crap! We left this we left this port open, so we have to do something about it. So let's flash the firmware. I mean, there's got to be something there, some way for Apple anyway to do it. Don't, but if they, if there is, they're not telling us. So well, not yet. Yeah. Um, next story. This was in Mac Rumors. Uh, there's a new Beat Studio Buds that was revealed in iOS and TVOS 14.6. Apple's working on a new wired wire-free in-ear Beats branded earbuds, according to images by the in the TVOS 14.6 and iOS 14.6 betas that were found. Uh, uh, by Mac rumors, uh, the Beats Studio Buds are unlike any prior Beats headphones uh, that Apple has received as they're released as their no ear wrap uh, as the the Power Beats Pro or the wired uh, wire like uh, Power Beats. Beats Studio Buds are going to be a tiny design and probably similar to in ear buds uh, from companies like Samsung or Google. So yeah, they're probably they're, as you look at the, the the pictures they're showing here that, that that we don't know that these are the legit designs of it, but it looks like they're going to be those small little buds, smaller. Than what an AirPods uh, are, and you know, a different market, another another set of earbuds. You know, what do you think? Well, why? You know, I mean, I understand why they bought Beats. They they wanted Beats for right. for marketing. They wanted Beats for their technology. Well, now they've they've more or less surpassed it. I mean, there, there's there's a lot of things about the Beats sound that people don't like. So a lot of people say it's bass heavy. Um, so yep. why not take the technology that you want from Beats and just release it into Apple earbuds with in various shapes and sizes, or go the other way around and have a have a purer sound, a, a more neutral sound available in Beats earbuds, and you know stop selling the the Apple branded ones because it's ridiculous right. that you have two companies that are essentially making the exact same product, yeah, or at least competing with each other. It does seem strange, and yeah, you know, that's, that's and already, nuts. And already rumors that there are going to be a new AirPods Pro, probably a third gen coming soon. Yeah, and who, who, who's to say that that isn't going to change? And yeah. we'll be talking about audio here just a second with uh, with the Apple Music change, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, 
Very strange. Well, it's, it's, it, it's like, I'm sure there are people in beats that are like, okay, well, who's our number, who's our number one competitor? Huh? Right. It's our parent company. You know, that, yeah. that, that's kind exactly. of makes you feel kind of weird when you go into work in the morning. Yeah. Uh, next story. Everybody loves Microsoft Teams, right? Sure <laughs> well, we do. There's now a friends and family version now available for iOS and macOS users. Oh, good. Uh, the personal version of Microsoft Teams is now available for friends and family members. This feature was teased nearly a year ago, and it's launched today as we record this for everyone. Microsoft Teams for personal use will offer free 24-hour video calls for up to 300 people, and video calls that can last up to 24 hours. The company says it'll eventually enforce its limit of 60 minutes for group calls of up to 100 people after the pandemic, but it will keep the 24-hour individual calls. So, uh, That's like Zoom. Yeah, I think uh, that. Well, what are we surprised? Microsoft has been directly trying to compete with Zoom, and we record we record this on Zoom, and I actually like Zoom, um, and uh, find it interesting that that they're they're going to compete. Probably what's going to end up happening is Skype. Skype's going to go away. I mean, yeah, that's, well, that's really, it, really it, it, it almost has to. You know, if that's, a, that's the goal, because Teams Teams is part of uh, Office three sixty five. So kind of sort that's uh, yeah. Well, it, you know, if you get Office three sixty five, you have Teams, the the professional, I guess, version. Depending of teams. on the version, right? The yeah. family versions, or the, you have to have a premium and higher to to have a actual right. Teams where you can have collaboration of Teams. Well, and and it's it's almost like the same thing with uh, with Apple and Beats. You know, Microsoft is competing with themselves right. between Skype and and Microsoft Teams. So again, you know, t- take the best features of both, put them in together and name them one thing or the other it's it's i i just don't get why companies are are continuously trying to compete with themselves just under different names yeah just it just keeps going so um what can we say check it out if you really want to <laughs> it works well, i mean i use teams teams is is fine you know yeah, I, mean, um, I use it for work so sure uh i don't use it I, you know you know you're you have the the paid version of Zoom, so this is what you use for right. for podcasting, and it, it works great. I mean, Chuck has nine, ten, eleven people on at a time in the Madhouse. That is the Mac Voices Tuesday Night Live special, and you know I use Streamyard. Dave Hamilton uses Melon, and you know I mean this yeah. this is really kind of the the golden age for live casting because there's just so many great services out there right now. There is, there really is. Um, next story. This is in Mac Rumors. The Apple App Store, the Apple Store app on the iPad gets a redesign. Apple today uh, updated the Apple Store app on the iPad to introduce a refreshed design that includes a new sidebar. The sidebar on the left side of the screen will offer quick access to shopping today at Apple Sessions, favorite order history, and more. And uh, there are also buttons to shop by products. So you can easily navigate to, to the iPhone, Mac, iPad, Apple Watch, and others. So yeah, this is a little overdue for the iPad. The iPad version of this of the Apple Store app wasn't so so good uh, to navigate but uh, they've they've done it uh they've done a better job with this i think uh, i don't know how much you use it well um i i haven't used it yet but it looks from the pictures that i've seen it looks suspiciously like the 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 max the mac version and as we were talking about last night this 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 really makes me think that that that's what they're pushing for with with the ipad is to make it more mac like if not just a, a mobile touchscreen mac right that that's my conspiracy that, that that's like in the back of my mind <laughs> um 
so check it out. Next story, uh, talking about iPad. The new 12.9-inch iPad Pro works perfectly, quote-unquote, with the previous-gen Magic Keyboard, but fit is a little bit snug. When Isn't Apple it first just connected by, by magnets? It is, but uh, but when the Apple uh, when Apple first introduced the 12.9 inch uh, iPad Pro, a report said that the new iPad would not be compatible with the previous generation uh, uh, Magic Keyboard, and boy was there an uproar! People were going crazy because it's it's due to a slight increase in the thickness of the 12.9 inch model. Apple later confirmed that the older Magic Keyboard might not close properly when it's paired with the new iPad Pro. Now, however, reviews of the M1 powered uh, iPad uh, have been published, revealing that the previous gen Magic Keyboard does actually work perfectly fine with the new 12.9 inch uh, iPad Pro. Uh, the Verge's uh, DJ Bond uh, said that when he tested it, it, he wasn't able to discern any difference between the fit of the original and the new uh, uh, white Magic Keyboard, as that worked and closed just fine. So, I just uh, why would Apple say this? I mean, and they just it, it, all it did was irritate the heck out of people because if you have the 12.9 inch uh, Magic Keyboard, why wouldn't if you decide you want to upgrade? Why just like well, I'm getting the 11 inch, my, that's going to work perfectly fine. So I don't know. I don't understand why they do this. Because there'll be some people that just go ahead and get a new Magic Keyboard. Yeah, for three hundred bucks, <laughs> or three fifty for the twelve point nine. This is the twelve point nine. The eleven inch yeah. keyboard is Magic Keyboard is fine, so there's no problems with that. So, go figure, go figure. Money. Um, yep. So uh, Apple is was rolling out a fix for the grayed out app tracking transparency toggle. Uh, nine. This is in Mac rumors. Uh, Apple appears to be ironing out a bug that was meant for that. That, that meant some iOS 14.5 users were unable to adjust the allow apps to request to track setting that was rolled out as part of Apple's app tracking uh, transparency feature or ATT. And hmm. iOS 14.5. familiar about that. Yeah. 14.5, iPad OS 14.5, and tvOS 14.5, ATT required to ask. That apps ask permission before tracking your activity across uh, other companies, apps, and websites, targeting your website, uh, advertising and purposes, blah, blah, blah. Um, and you can go into the, into the settings on the iPad or the iPhone under privacy uh, and tracking, tracking, and then where the new allow apps to request tracking switch resides. The setting was set to off by default, so you can go in and turn it on. And if I seem well, to remember, you, there you'd was have still, to. Yeah, I seem to remember there was a survey saying that ninety three percent of the people were keeping it off, uh, even though Apple's offering this as a, a choice. Uh, but you know, I just want to piss off uh, f- Facebook just by turning it on and, and saying, <laughs> for just you. a second, and then turning it back off. Like, yeah, oh Leon. man, we got him. We got. Oh no, he's gone now. Yeah. So, what do you think of this? I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of with you. Anything that that pisses off some of these companies that that just want to track everything that you do, you know, you you want to give me some services, fine, charge me for them, you know, and I'll make I'll make up my own mind whether I want to pay for them or not. But this whole, well, it's not costing you anything, you know. Well, that's that's just BS because it is costing <laughs> me something. It's costing me my my uh, my my data, you know this. They're getting ready to close down uh, Google Photos. I think mostly because Google's gotten pretty much everything they want out of it. So they're like, well, why are we spending money on this for users if it's not getting us anything more? So they could just close it down, come out with something else and get everyone to sign up for that also. So, you know, it's just a big data gathering game for some of these companies. Oh, for sure. sure. And not that I'm paranoid much. No, no, nor am I. 
Uh, and then uh, next story on 9to5Mac, Apple Music app has been repeatedly crashing for CarPlay users using iOS 14.5.1. Widespread issue appears to be affecting CarPlay users using, running on 14.5.1, according to reports. In uh, um, multiple reports on Reddit and other forums that the music app on CarPlay has started to repeatedly crash upon launch for some users. I did notice that too, since I am a relatively new user of the CarPlay uh, on my new car. Or my new used car, but uh, the the report says that most likely Apple Music problems caused the app to crash, and with Apple expecting to release a server side fix that would bring it back to normal rather sooner than later. So well, I hope so. To, oddly enough, the whole thing seems to be happening exclusively on devices running fourteen five one, which is not surprising because that's the new new version. But I sure hope, yeah, I sure hope that they, they fix this. Um, I'm, I've been having other problems with my my radio. It, it just it just keeps freezing up. I'm probably gonna have to take it in again. They just replaced the darn thing. Um, well, for me, I'm not getting freezing. I'm getting it's just dropping out completely. CarPlay just disappears, and right. then because the, the the default for the stereo that I have built into the car is Sirius, I get that stupid, you know, right. hey, if you'd like to join up with Sirius, do you like the content you've heard? It's like, oh, shut up! I don't want Sirius. If I wanted Sirius, I would have paid for Sirius. And, and, and I tried changing cables. I've, I've tried a bunch of different things, but it just keeps yeah. dumping out into the. And especially if, when I'm using like either Waze or Apple Maps, that makes it even worse. Because then I've got to, yeah. once I get it back up and working again, I just kind of hope that it's kept the last settings for wherever it was I was going. Otherwise, yeah. you got to pull over and reset it all over again. Yeah, my, like I said, my experience has been not so good just because I, I don't know if it's the radio or if it's CarPlay, but for the most part, I've been enjoying it. It's been nice to have since I hadn't had it oh, for CarPlay, a long time. CarPlay is awesome. Yeah. I, would not, I would not buy a car now that didn't have Android oh. Auto or CarPlay. Same here. Android? How could you have Android? <laughs> well, you know, I've... I actually have an Android. I'll show it to you. I got an Android well, I phone. I have no idea what what it is. I got there, it off of Wish.com. Yeah. And the main that's reason a, why I got that, it, that's, I, a, that's a Pixel. Pixel two. Oh, this it's, is which is end of life. This is this is supposed to be. It was supposedly like a Samsung S nine, but it was. And I knew it when I bought it. It was so cheap. It was like, oh come on, there's no way that's an S nine. Uh, mostly I, wa I wanted it to try out the whole Dex thing, but it won't work with that phone because it's probably not really a Samsung. Yeah, hmm. so. Who would have figured? You, you'd think you could trust those people at Wish.com. Mm. You'd think. And uh, last story here. This is uh, in uh, The Verge. Uh, Apple announces a slew of accessibility updates. Uh, Sign Time launches actually today as we record this, and software updates will be coming later this year. Sign Time? Um, yeah. Apple announced a variety of new uh, and updated features for people with disabilities today. Beginning May 20th, customers who use the new Sign Time Sign Language Interpreter uh, service to contact Apple Care and retail customer care through their web browsers. Uh, software updates later this year for iOS, watchOS, iPadOS will bring improved options for assistive touch, voiceover, hearing aid support, and background sounds. And even Tip Cook that shows here that tweeted something about the end. They, uh, he, uh, he said, uh, we believe everyone should have the tools that they need to change the world. Accessibility is a fundamental right, and we've always pushed the boundaries of innovation so that uh, every, everyone can learn, create, and connect in new ways. So, 
it's good to see this. I'm, I'm glad to see that they're, um, they're, they're they they keep enhancing accessibility. I mean, you and I probably won't wouldn't uh, use a lot of these features, but you know, there's people out there who have challenges with being able to use their iPhones or iPads, and I think this is a good thing. We think it is. It is. Um, I wonder if this will solve the issue for. Uh, people that are trading in their iPhones that have to go into store to do it because there was a, I believe there was a lawsuit or uh, some kind of some kind of legal action against Apple for, uh, I think the guy was a, a quadriplegic and wasn't able to get into the Apple store, which you have to do apparently in order to uh, participate in this trading program. So yeah. we'll see we'll see if if this will resolve some of those issues as well. Yeah, they even mentioned here that Apple um, plans to update uh, the made-for-iPhone hearing device programs with support by bi-directionalist hearing aids. Uh, users will also be able to upload their hearing test results to a, uh, to headphone accommodations to more easily customize feature, amplifying sounds, and adjust their different frequencies. That's interesting. And then for neurodiverse people or anyone who likes white noise, uh, Apple is introducing background sounds that can be incorporated with their other audio so- audio and system sounds that uh, include balanced, bright, or dark noise, as well as ocean, rain, or stream sounds. Hey, it's going to put those uh, white noise companies out of business now. It's going to be built in. <laughs> them, them, uh, them and Peloton, they're, they're all in trouble. Oh yeah, so good. Good to see. I'm glad. Glad Apple's uh, this this keeps uh, this keeps going uh, with uh, accessibility. It's 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 pretty awesome. Gotta so, be done. Absolutely. So let's uh, move on to some topics this week. Uh, beta beta always is uh, going on, and uh, as we always tease Warren every week because he always goes on the cutting edge and always has uh, the latest. I'm sure he probably went and updated to 14.7 while he was in Vegas. I would put it past him one bit because he's good. He's good for that. I seem to remember he did that when he was uh, when he was sitting in the hospital bed one 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 week. Can you remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he, I, he had to run the, run the iOS update beta. Uh, uh, he, he was <laughs> complaining because the hospital Wi-Fi was so slow. The Wi-Fi was so slow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah, you just couldn't wait till you got yeah. home. Okay, Warren. Yeah, we love you, <laughs> Warren. Um, so, uh, 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 this has been happening pretty frequently with these 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 updates. So you had iOS fourteen point six, re- the release candidate, which basically is the final version of fourteen point six, um, and that was that was sent to developers uh, and, and and public beta is out now, and that's still in release candidate. It hasn't been released uh, officially just yet, but. Uh, um, What's done? It's done. It's added uh, support to the new Apple Music features, which we're going to talk. About, we're going to talk about here in just a bit. Those with spatial audio and Dolby Atmos and lossless audio. Um, so they've added that. And then for ad ta- for AirTags, uh, the beta is adding a new feature allowing an email address to be entered as a contact method for lost mode instead of a phone number. So you don't have to uh, you don't have to go out and put a, you don't have to have your phone texting you. You can actually uh, there could be an email address if you so choose. Um, and then of course the, the Apple Podcast subscriptions, which uh, that's uh, that's been quite the debate uh, for many of our friends in the podcasting world whether or not they're it's, going to do that or not. It's um, taking a long time for uh, for some of these RSS feeds to uh, to yeah. settle down. Yep, and then uh, yeah, I didn't. I was supposed. To, I didn't touch on this last week. We were going to touch on this a little bit. Uh, the, the Apple, the Apple Card family. So now you know if you have an Apple Card, you now can share it up with up to five people, including anyone thirteen years or older in your family sharing group. Um, and uh, 
Apple Card Family Guide support for the families to track expenses, manage spending, optional uh, limits and controls, and help build their credit, which is kind of neat. I, 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 I like that. that even, even a 13-year-old, having them learn how to, to manage their credit wisely, because obviously the, the, the person who the primary card holder is can control what can be spent, but uh, but this also gives them some responsibility. Uh, and, yeah, well, and, 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 and the nice that. thing is, you know, because a lot of kids get allowance or, or whatever, yeah. you know, you want to call it. So instead of giving them actual cash, you can just say, oh, okay, well, once a week, as long as you, you know, do all your chores or whatever, you know, this, this amount of money will be flashed to your, your um, uh, Apple, uh, Apple Pay so that you right. can use it for whatever stuff it is you want to use it. Because basically Apple Pay is like, Everywhere now. Oh, it is. It's pretty phenomenal, and I try to use it as much as I can, cause especially yep. you can get two or three percent cashback, and it's a, it was a, that's a kaching every time you say, oh, look at my Apple card, Apple Cash card. Like, oh look, I got some money. <laughs> I got like seven hundred bucks in mine right now. Oh really? Okay, you yeah. just let it let it build up, huh? Yeah, um, I'm thinking that uh, when eventually they release the updated Mac Mini, hmm, I don't know if that's hmm. gonna happen. <laughs> Eventually. Um, eventually, yes. Yeah. And then uh, this release will also f- fix other issues. Unlock, unlock with the Apple Watch, which I absolutely love, uh, especially with uh, wearing a mask. Uh, may not work after using lock iPhone on Apple Watch. Uh, uh, reminders may appear as blank lines, so if they, they fix, they're fixing that. Call blocking extensions may not appear in settings. Bluetooth devices could sometimes disconnect or send audio to a different device during an after call. That's annoying. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, and then iPhone may experience reduced performance during startup. Hmm. So we'll see. I mean, my iPhone actually, I've been noticing. I lately, my 12 Pro Max has uh, been kind of freezing up here and there. Once in a while, I'm going to these apps and it's like, what the heck's going on here? I can't even get the like one. I think it was one day I was in my messages. And I was like, I couldn't even. It was like a blank screen. Like, what's the deal here? So hopefully this will this this is going to fix some bugs. Um, and and then Apple Music we'll talk here in a second. But um, and then of course they had to just go ahead and release iOS fourteen point seven right away. So there was so now we're in just as we're getting fourteen six fourteen seven beta, which is beta one, is now out. Um, which Warren has. I'm, we can guarantee already. Warren has already updated yeah. it because yeah. uh, th- this came out with, on the uh, plane out to Las Vegas. Yeah, it came out yesterday. Yeah, so he probably was. Yeah, he probably got on the the, the, the plane Wi-Fi, <laughs> downloaded it on the plane. <laughs> and if we could talk to him right now, he'd be like, "Man, that Wi-Fi was so slow." Yeah, I'm just waiting for not as bad as the hospital Wi-Fi, but it wasn't no. good. No, no. <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, so yeah, so they, they released the first betas all across the board: iOS, WatchOS, TVOS, um, and uh, including back, big Mac, uh, Mac OS too. The big Sur eleven five right away came out, so still no word yet to what uh, uh, what uh, what was updated. They're, they really haven't said much other than it could be just some bug fixes, and so this might be more of a minor minor update than a major one. But uh, so far, uh, this this was just released uh, yesterday as we record this, so there's still some time here for all the pundits to go out and do their YouTube videos and tell us. Oh, look, I found this, and <laughs> this is there too. Um, so. Uh, TVOS 14.7 actually can be downloaded onto an Apple TV via a profile that's installed using Xcode if you wanted to. Um, I, I, and of course, watchOS is the same way. You can have to do the dedicated watchOS app, app and install it through the developer. For now, I believe this is only with developers. I don't see this mentioned just yet that it's with, um, uh, 
in the public beta just yet. Well, so for, for tvOS, I'll need to, and this really hacked me off. I was talking to uh, uh, Carl Madden from the Mac and Force show. He was helping mm-hmm. me with an issue I was having with the, with the uh, Apple TV. And he asked me, what version of, of uh, tvOS are you on? Said you should be on fourteen. What was fourteen five? I think it was fourteen five right now. Yeah, yeah, or fourteen four. And I looked. It was. I was still on like fourteen one, fourteen two. And I have it set oh. to auto yeah, auto I update, and it doesn't do it. And it, it really it was like, well, then what's the what's the point of having auto update if it's not going to do it? Yeah, every time I go to my Apple, Apple TV, it's it's always um, a couple versions never, back. Never updates. But then then I I, I went and forced. Um, I think iOS. 14.6 on it because you can the, the, the cool thing on tv os you can actually go in do you want beta updates yes or no you don't have to have a as long as it's the uh, certificate it's or whatever whatever you, you apple calls it yeah that uh, in, uh, install the profile yeah the, the configuration profile so annoying um, um so uh, uh the one thing that uh, actually nine to five mac did did call out is ios 14.7 beta is now going to let you set timers on the home pod using the home app uh, app they didn't as as they did introduce this uh uh well it doesn't bring any significant changes it does bring a new feature to home pod users uh where they'll be able to set timers on the home pod using the home app on the iphone ipad and possibly that mac uh, as well uh, setting timers on the home pod is definitely not not something new and since ios 12 users been, been can add multiple timers at once however you need to do this using uh uh S lady or or a home on the HomePod. Now Apple is making this process a bit easier with fourteen seven. So, so we'll have some well, enhancements for HomePod, HomePod Mini. Uh, maybe is, we'll see. Yeah. Um, but uh, other than that, like I said, it's uh, beta goes forward here. So we'll see where it goes. So uh, other topic I want to talk about is the iPads, iPad Pros. Uh, a lot of the, the 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 tech influencers have already got their hands on it. Uh, watched Marcus Brownlee. I watched. Uh, 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 Renee Ritchie and others—they've—they've they've done their reviews of the iPad Pros, and you'll be hearing my review because I got my shipping information. It's supposed to be arriving tomorrow as I record this, nice. and hopefully we'll uh, have it in time. I can uh, do a review of it uh, next week to see uh, what the big difference is. Uh, Apple gave me a very generous trade-in uh, uh, allowance for my old 2018 model, so I'll be trading that bad boy in, and then uh, put it on the. Yeah, Apple you and I have the same have the same model, but currently, but. Not to, uh, soon to be not have the same mouse. So I'll have the 2021. So. <laughs> well, I just, I just, well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to ask you here during the show how much they gave you for it, but maybe once we're, once we're off. It's public, no, it's public knowledge. I don't, I don't mind sharing. It, um, $455. So, which is not too bad. Yeah. It's not worth it for me, though. Yeah, since I, mean, I just, I, I just I, got I, mine. Yeah. I've had mine three. I, I bought the 2018 when it first came out. So, so you've had it almost three years. Three years, and then the battery's starting to. I mean, the battery's still working, but you could you could tell that it's that it's it's having its challenges. And I don't the battery doesn't stay as long as it used to. But uh, they're not going to uh, uh, take that away from me. And then, um, uh, but no, I thought it was a fair trade. And then the nice thing with the Apple Card is you have the the. I believe they give me twelve. I think it's twelve months. I believe I got the yeah no no interest that I just you just don't even feel it. Well, and plus paid. using the Apple Card, you get two percent off, three percent off, an additional. You get the three percent back. Yeah. yeah. Yep. On, on the full cost. Yeah. So. Which ain't, um, ain't chicken feed. No, no, it's nice. It's nice. So, uh, so 
stay tuned. We'll, we'll be definitely talking about the iPad Pro and our, Mike's, uh, my experiences with it anyway. And I'm hoping that it's going to have this, just as good a performance than most of, that are talking about. Um, it was interesting. Marcus Brownlee did say that um, you know, he, he, of course, got the 12.9-inch model uh, to, for for his demo. And, right. of course, the screen's it's just incredible, the screen on that with the, the XDR retina display. Um, the, and the 11 doesn't have that. And it he came up with an interesting debate uh, the fact that uh, – the 11 inch does not have that screen. The 11 inch basically has the exact same screen that, that our current models have now. I mean, there's really Which not is much still difference. Which a good screen. It's still a good screen, but you know what? I, I would, I would, I'm going to be anxious to see how the differences in the M1 processor is going to be versus the, the, the A12. Uh, well, you'll A12 have Z. them both at the same time. So you, yeah, you can I don't make have to trade mine in just quick. I'll be able to do some side by side demos uh, for a week or two while I wait for the trade in box. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting um, to, uh, to see uh, where it goes. So, um, that's iPad Pros for now. And then let's uh, go and move on and talk a little bit about the big announcement that uh, that Apple had this week was uh, Apple Music with lossless support, right. um, spatial audio, and all kinds of fun stuff that's going to be that that's already in iOS fourteen point six when that comes out. Um, so it's also it's going to include uh, spatial audio, Dolby Atmos, and lossless audio uh, features. It'll be available uh, this coming June, uh, as we record this, um, and across all devices: iOS, iPad OS, Mac OS, TV OS, uh, and. The, They'll say they, Apple says thousands of tracks will be available in the spatial audio in Dolby Atmos at no extra cost, and they'll be adding more regularly. Um, and the Apple Music subscribers will be able to listen to Dolby Atmos tracks using any headphones, according to Apple. Uh, but when listening to the AirPods or Beat headphones with an H1 or W1 chip, Dolby Atmos music plays automatically when available for a song. Um, the uh, uh, so. It, it, it's definitely going to be interesting, and they're also Apple Music is also going to get two tiers of lossless audio at no extra cost, which is great. So I'm excited for that. I have the Apple One bundle, so I won't be feeling it other than being able to use this. And uh, uh, and you can turn them on, turn the settings on in audio quality, whether you want lossless music or not. So I'm you know, going to be I'm going to be interesting to see what the cost is. What what's the downfall to this? Um, well. There's some compatibility issues. <laughs> uh, devices that are supported is the like I just said, iPad, iPhone, Mac, and Apple TV, but not supported lossless sounds is AirPods, AirPods Pro, AirPods Max, and none of the HomePods. So you're not going to be able to even listen to lossless music, or or probably the spatial audio either. Because I don't think audio, I don't. It, it, it does work, yeah. Because the, the the AirPods Pro have spatial audio already, um, so you, okay, that that'll still work. It's just being able to listen to lossless audio. See, that makes no sense. It, Especially it's like, the AirPods it, Max. That would I would be so irritated. I spent six hundred bucks for a pair of headphones that won't work. Well, I mean, it's and just it's just another format, and it, if it's a format that will that that it's basically sending wirelessly, then all you need yeah. to do is have. You know, whatever digital audio converter is in your earphone, earphones, your you know, earphones or AirPods or, or or what have you, in order to translate it back to to um, um, analog. So why why it's such a big deal that they it, you won't be able to get lossless? But we were we were you know we were kind of talking about that on, on Tuesday. Right. Chances are. 99% of the people out there wouldn't be able to tell the difference between a lossless file and an MP3. 
Right. Yeah. So, um, but uh, the thing is, it is going to work with wired devices now. The Apple's 3.5-inch Lightning headphone adapter, which it includes, which includes its own DAC, uh, digital digital analog converter uh, that supports 24-bit, 48 kilohertz. So high-end uh, wired headphones work. But like I said, the AirPods Max don't, and they do have a a core. They have, they have their own do. DAC, yeah. Because it's got its built-on built-in DAC, so the only way I'm going to be able to experience the uh, experience this is by actually you know plugging in. I mean, I've got my Bose uh, QC35s, my those workhorse headset headphones that I've had for years, uh, so I'll at least be able to experience it. But it's it's kind of it's kind it's of disappointing. Um, I wonder if those new Beats headphones will let you let you play those lossless files there, Dave. Well, not Bluetooth. They won't. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't. You can't use them wired. They barely fit. In t- you take them out. You put them in your ears, and it's like, well, they're still in there, but I can't feel them. You know, they've kind of yeah. slipped slipped the surly bonds and, and entered into your brain. Yeah. But uh, HomePod will support the spatial audio, as we just talked about, spatial audio, but not lossless. How is that going to work? So, yeah. You're talking about the full-size HomePods, right? Not the HomePod uh, Minis. Yeah, the HomePods, right? Not the HomePod Minis. Um, So uh, not for the current device, but for the one that they're they're discontinuing. discontinued, yeah. So it just kind of a a strange, strange. Yeah, that's very odd. Strange things to see. I'm kind of curious. I got I've got my HomePod still, and uh, they're they're. It's going to be interesting to see uh, uh, where where that's going to go. Cause, yeah, um, I wonder if the HomePod Minis will support lossless audio. I don't think so. I don't. Doesn't seem like it anyway. No, so you, so be, you have to buy something else from Apple in order to enjoy lossless files. Yeah, another pair of headphones. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, this is this is definitely going to be interesting to see where this goes. I, I just don't know. Um, uh, again, this is going to be, this will be released in June, from what they said. So coming up in a few weeks here as we record, um, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll uh, definitely see uh, see where it goes. Well, I'm um, I'm really really curious if they're going to address this at uh, WWDC next month, right? Because that is when they're going to roll out at least a partial list of whatever new features that uh, the next version, you know, iOS 15 and iPad OS 15 and Mac OS 12, 11 something. I don't know how they plan on doing that with the Mac OS, but, right. and they're not going to And this is, this is what they've been doing now for a while with, with WWDC. They'll, they'll tell you probably half to three quarters of, the new stuff that's coming in the operating system and they'll hold back on that, that 25% until it gets much closer to the release candidate. But there'll be all kinds of speculations from analysts going, well, this is what it's definitely going to have. Yeah. It's uh, uh, nobody it's, calls it's, them out on their BS. It's, it's, it's just definitely, definitely going to be interesting to see where the, the work goes. I just, uh, I'm just perplexed at this whole thing. Yeah, but, it doesn't uh, make any sense to me either. Uh, but uh, we'll 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 see what happens. I guess I guess how we could say here, huh? Um, 
so uh, I've got a couple of tips here I'm going to talk talk through uh, this week. Uh, we'll t- take a look at uh, some of these uh, and maybe an app here, app or two here as well. Um, I have a tip here. Actually, I got this from uh, OSX Daily, which is always a great site to find all kinds of great tips and tricks uh, on there. And uh, how to reduce your iCloud backup data on the iPhone or the iPad. Um, I mean, I know a lot of you are probably running out of iCloud storage space. I don't have to worry about it anymore. So I have a two terabyte version that I'm sharing with family. Yeah, so, same. Uh, with, uh, with the Apple One bundle. But, um, if the iCloud backup is too large for the iCloud plan you plan you have, you're not going to be able to back up your iPhone or iPad. And, um, and this is probably one of the most common things you see when uh, iCloud backups fail. Believe me, I've done, and that's why I ended up putting my, fa- one of my family members on, on my plan because, you know, she, she had the five G five gig megabyte or no five gigabyte uh, plan, which of course you know, ran out in about five seconds. Yeah. Now photos photos count toward the total amount of space, or is that they incorrect? Do. Okay. What about what about um, music that you've purchased from Apple? Um, no, music shouldn't because that's you could download it on to your device if you mm-hmm. want it to be local. But yeah, but most time people stream it. Okay, so, so that doesn't count so. toward your iCloud storage. Right. And then there's so, the big, of course, iCloud changeover where all of the individual folders inside are kind of disappear and it's basically just going to be iCloud. Right. Right. So uh, the way you check this is you actually um, you, you head over into your set, into the settings on your, uh, on your home screen, and then you just tap your name uh, that shows uh, – it says I, I, your Apple ID and such and at the very top. Um, and then uh, you go into iCloud, and then you go into Manage Storage. Um, and then you can go in and actually go in and check all these backups because um, it, it shows you what your, what, your, what your storage plan is. But if you tap Backups, it's actually going to show uh, what your backup is. And if you have multiple devices that are backup, like mine, mine shows my iPhone and my iPad. Right. Now you can, ma- you can manage, the, uh, manage the, the backup right from your device. So in this case, the iPhone, um, then you can go in and actually change, um, change things you don't want to back up. Cause it does go through, a, you know, a, quite a list of, uh, of things that you may not necessarily care about, uh, when it comes to backing up and, you know, and, and that maybe you don't care about what's backed up on discord or WhatsApp or, uh, some of these other crazy, uh, some of these other crazy ba- things that are, that are being backed up right now. Um, so I'm just going into my, uh, uh, my cloud. Um, yeah, I added my family to plan. See what's here. There. Everybody's on my family plan now. And then there's already 537 gigabytes of, uh, of, space being used for all of them so that's that, that's pretty awesome i still got tons of space left so but yeah i go into my backups and oh yeah i got 10 gigs of backup here and uh, yep. so if i go to the iphone and then what it'll do is it'll bring up uh, choose the data to back up and you can go in and turn those off if there's something something you don't really care about um and a lot of times i you know i've got a lot of apps here so it's already taken a long time to spin in here trying to tell me what's on here but uh but you can go show all apps and it'll actually show you the apps that are backing these up and if it's something you don't care about turn it off i mean it's just gonna be one less thing that has to go to to, to go through and back it up um yeah i use i use the app audacity and already i see it's using 1.6 1.16 gigabytes because i've probably was uh playing you know playing a radio station or something i must have downloaded it so i don't even know why i would ever want to keep that so you know like paramount plus another one but they're watching watching videos so it looks like yeah. i download stuff teams is going to do that too um the pocket casts you got to be careful too is you know it'll 
it could download. Well, some is podcasts. that that's taking is that taking a space on your phone or a space in iCloud on the on the backup because it's included in the backup. So we're in the backup of the device. Oh, okay, okay. And so then, then, and that's going to iCloud. And then that's going to iCloud. And then, you know, your backup will start getting larger and larger. Right now, my backup size is about four gigabytes. But for me, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to worry about it because, like I said, I have plenty. But um, right. But uh, and then you also can go in to look at your. Uh, if you have other devices on here, you can you you only can look at what the backup size is. You can't actually manage it. So you have to like on the case of my iPad, I'll have to go back and go on the iPad to manage it. So, uh, but. I tell you, you know, the, the 200 gig plan is probably sufficient for most people for the iCloud backup. Um, and I, and the 200 gig plan is only, I think, was it uh, 99 cents a month? I think it is. Well, that's the 50 gig plan. Yeah. Even off. Um, and then I think it goes up to two nine. Uh, was it uh, two ninety nine a month for the 200 gig plan? I think something like that. Uh, I have to look at those up. Um, what those prices? It's, I are. mean, for for a subscription service, it's not that much. Yeah. No, it's not. Uh, yeah. So yeah, the twenty gig plan. Is, well, they, I think they changed the twenty gig plan to a. To, this is an little article that that was linked. Uh, it, it was ninety nine cents, I think, for the fifty gig plan, and then two ninety nine a month for the two hundred gig plan, and then you move up to a to the one to, to the terabyte and two terabytes. So um, you know, Apple's back uh, space can tend to be a little expensive, but you know, it, just the for the pure convenience of it, it just it just ma- it just just makes it so much easier to. Uh, 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 to, to, to work with it. So it does, um, you know, speaking of that too, I also want to touch a little bit on, um, how to, uh, free up, uh, storage space on your iPad or your iPhone. Um, what you can do is you actually, the basic storage tips going into, um, going into settings, going under general. And then in the case of the iPhone, go and uh, go into iPhone storage. And that's going to also give you the option to, to clear out things that you may not necessarily be using all the time. So, uh, like I said, if you go into general and then go under iPhone storage, it's actually going to calculate everything that's being stored on the iPhone. Um, and you may, you know, for me, I have a 256 gigabyte iPhone, so I generally don't uh, worry too much about space because I, I don't know. I've always been I, when every time I go to upgrade my iPhone, I'm I'm always uh, waiting to uh, decide hit, do I really need to have 256. Yeah, why yeah. Not? I'll just get it. I'll just get it. <laughs> so, like here, Overcast has almost three five point three gigabytes because I was obviously podcasts have been uh, downloading on here. I just and I just didn't realize it. I realize it. Now I got games like the Oregon Trail, which is part of Apple Arcade. So almost two gigs of space here, and Pocket Casts, and then your iCloud Drive. Those those files are stored on the iPhone itself. So yeah, so it adds up. So if you if you're running if you're running out of space on the iPhone itself, and you, some of you may again, I'm only using fifty one gigabytes of my two fifty six. So I got yeah, I, I got plenty. I have plenty of space, but there might be some of you are space challenged. One hundred twenty eight gigs or sixty four gigs, depending on how old your iPhone is. You, you might want to uh, take a look at. Uh, at this and then uh the other thing too is you actually can just go in just add some more ram that's all you gotta do yeah <laughs> right uh the other thing too is you actually can go in and, and under recommendations it'll actually show review large attachments so sometimes you might uh you know you know who's not, what's notorious of taking up spaces in ma- messages and iMessage. message yep. uh, people people save tons of 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 messages and tons of photos that are in those messages and you wonder why you have Gifts so much videos and everything else and you wonder why you have so much um, oh, so much space um 
so that's one place also you can actually go through and, and test uh, check for storage um the other thing too is you can go into the photos on your settings and you can tap optimize iphone storage sometimes you may not want those photos to be to, to reside specifically on your iphone you can just have it stay in the cloud and when you want to look at it you tap it and then it'll just download it real quick for you and bring it in so you can have it uh, on there as, as far as uh as far as helping pruning your library, so checking for like oh you can you can go through and look for uh, for redundant shots and so so there's 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 so many other places you can you know you could check chat um, uh, under chat make sure that's cleaned up videos that's another place that are going to take up a lot of space so it just just this goes on and on as far as uh, what uh, what you can find when it comes to uh, that so so do you, do you you don't worry too much about space so what you what's your your iphone se2 does it have uh did you get a bigger one like yeah it, it's it's maxed out i think it's 256 okay which you know you can't uh, with the se2 because it was never intended to be like uh one of apple's frontline phones um right. it's you know and it's it's a good phone it, it's the equivalent of of probably the 11 you know yeah. as far as speed and and the rest of it goes and it works great yeah, no, I think it's a, it's a, it's a good thing to, um, it's good it's a good thing to have here. So, um, uh, so good good uh, some good tips there as far as uh, storage goes. Um, and then uh, I want to talk a few, but a couple apps here, at least one here. Um, if anybody's not familiar with the cam- the iPhone camera app, uh, Halid, uh, they've expanded to the iPad with a new Pro View. Uh, just before the iPad Pro begins to arrive. Um, the developers of this award-winning app, uh, uh, iPhone camera app, has now announced a release of an iPad app complete with custom user interface that takes advantage of the larger screen. So I'll be looking forward to, to taking a look at this, um, this app because uh, on uh, on the new iPad Pro here. Um, so I'm, I'm, I, I got a link here to, from uh, Mac Rumors that did uh, uh, write up on this and uh, says uh, to, to keep the, the viewfinder minimized, uh, minim- minimally obscured, the iPad app has an expandable honeycomb of controls next to the shutter button for manually adjusting of shutter speed, ISO, white balance, and more. And other key features uh, are, are readily reachable at the edges of the screen. And Halid, uh, Halid uh, offers a Smart Raw, Raw Plus, and JPEG capture, instant raw processing, a dedicated depth mode. So it's probably one of the most advanced uh, camera apps that are out there uh, if you're really hardcore into taking pictures. Of course, I always love people when they have they hold up their iPads or like this taking pictures. Yeah, I was I was I was just saying you know they um yeah. they they've basically replaced small portable cameras with iPhones and now it looks like they're trying to replace iPhones with something bigger like an iPad. <laughs> it's, it's, it's odd, but um, yeah, every time I see people that are, that are holding up their, their tablets to take pictures, it I just kind of think, why, why are you doing that? You know, <laughs> you've got a phone in your pocket that's much more easier to manipulate. Um, actually my, my, just before we started recording, my wife was looking at these, like funny animal videos. And there it was basically one where a dolphin comes up and some woman is like holding a tablet. I don't know if it was an iPad or an Android tablet just comes up and like hits the tablet with it, with its bottle nose and comes flying up in the air and comes down into the water. It's, it's like, and dolphins always seem to have that, that look on their face. Like they know something, they know something that you don't know. And they're not going to tell you. And in this case, it was like, I'm going to take your tablet and flip it into the water. So, dolphins. <laughs> that that's for sure. 
So, um, so it's uh, it, uh, check that out, and I have a link in the show notes uh, uh, for that. And uh, are there any, any other apps that really have stood out for me? Is there is there any apps that you use uh, uh, quite often that 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 you like? What related to photography? Mostly the uh, uh, well, the Camo app is is brilliant. Uh, yeah. It's what it's what and you use it, and I'm using it right um, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. And the fact it gives you, because I mean, as you look at your picture right now, you know, I'm, I've, I've got this Canon camera with a separate lens and all the rest of that, and and you basically have the same thing, just using your phone, and it's what you would have had anyway. And I have a second phone, which I, I have that luxury. Is I have a, this is a 10R yeah. that I'm using, um, and and um, uh, it's definitely uh, something that's that that uh, that's really good. That camo is just a pretty phenomenal uh, camera uh, when it comes to that. So, uh, and uh, I'm uh, I'm pretty impressed with it. I, I paid for the lifetime subscription. I think it was, it was like 79, 79 bucks, and uh, oh, well worth it. Well worth it. And then even if you don't use your iPhone and you can use it as a camera, um, it really works out really well. Um, well, it, it gives that, you so. it, 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 it because right now some of the features that you that you use when you use your phone as a camera, some of those features aren't easy to get to. But if you're if you're using right. camo, things like white balance and zoom and all the rest of it, it it's just right there in the application. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, def- definitely some cool stuff. A- any other any other apps that you use all the time in general? For iOS, um, I I have LumaFusion, uh, but the oh, interface yeah. still somewhat confuses me. So mm-hmm. I need to I need to try using it a little bit more. I actually tried using it on the Mac, mm-hmm. and I was you know, after about fifteen minutes of fumbling around with it. It's like you know I've got. Da Vinci, why am I why am I doing this to myself? So, <laughs> but I but what I don't like I am not a fan of the uh, iOS or iPadOS iMovie app. I just don't think it's very good. Yeah, so I agree. I'm constantly looking for something else that I, I used to use. Um, uh, Corel made uh, a movie editor for iOS back in the day, back when Macworld Expo was still around, because there were the, the very last two Macworld Expos, I didn't take a laptop. I did everything on my iPad. I think it was like a version a version three iPad. So I was yeah. recording I was recording audio in a in a uh, multi-track recorder. I don't remember what the name of it is now at the top of my head. Then editing it, then adding pictures and then you know uploading it and all the rest of that. And yeah. I did all of that with an iPad. So you don't necessarily have to have a Mac as a professional or as a prosumer to do all the things that, that you want to do. Carl Madden uses LumaFusion and um, I can't remember the audio app that he uses, but that's what he records all of his podcasts in. And it's, it's, you know, these are, these are fantastic devices and chances are. are for most of the people that are out there, you're going to have a phone anyway. Why not go ahead and, you know, instead of going and yeah, as a Mac guy, this almost sounds like sacrilege. Instead of going out and buying uh, the, you know, the next laptop or the next iMac or the next Mac mini, go ahead and get, get a, uh, get an iPad pro and look for apps that do the things that, that you want to use on a computer and see if they're good enough. Yeah. Regardless, you're still going to have a, a quality device that's going to last you for years, unless you're a Warren Scholar. 
<laughs> that you traded in after about you two traded months. In. Yeah, six months. It's like, ah, oh, they got a new one. I got to get rid of this. Uh, I got to buy the new one. So, <laughs> so um, all right. Well, I think we've, we've uh, talked through some some great topics this week. I uh, hope everybody enjoyed it. And let's uh, go ahead and wrap things up, if that's okay cool. with you, Mr. Sure. Mr. Searle. Um, and that's a wrap for this week. Please send your comments, uh, questions, and suggestions to our email address, feedback at intouchwithios.com. You can follow us on Twitter at InTouchWithIOS. You can subscribe in your favorite podcatcher, including Apple Podcasts and many others. But better yet, go to our website at InTouchWithIOS.com, where all the links to all the ways to listen to us are there. I am Dave Ginsburg, and you can find me on Twitter at DaveG65. Doug Guy, Searle, thanks for being here again. We always love having you on the show. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, absolutely. Where, where can everybody find you? Uh, on Twitter, I am Mac Parrot and Vert Shark. Uh, you can find me along with Gaz Maz over in the MyMac.com podcast that we've been doing every single week for like uh, 10, 11 years, as well as the uh, Mac to the Future live cast go that uh, that Dave and, and Warren and I have been have been doing for a couple of years now, two, three yeah. years. At least two. I yeah. fun with that. Yeah, and we actually have kind of a um, kind of a, a a working regular software hardware setup because it got got really funky there for a while, Dave. Really, really funky. Yes, but now did. everything works. It's relatively smooth, and uh, I don't curse as much. Which that's a good thing. <laughs> that's right. Yes, those are good things. Yeah, those keep, those keep are good show, things. Keep the show clean. Keep it clean. Keep it clean. Uh, and so if you would like to join us on Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Please Standard do. Time over there on the Facebooks or, or in the, the YouTubes, uh, Mac the Future is the group or just look for me. Look for it under my own personal Facebook account, Guy Searle. I'm, believe it or not, I am the only Guy Searle on Facebook and the world feels much better about it. Yeah, I think they do. They would. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks for being here. And I thanks to everybody here that listened. I hope you enjoyed the show. And we'll talk again soon. Mm-hmm.